We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen. On the fan. It is a final from Miller Park, and the results again are good. A Brewers 5-zip shutout victory over the Kansas City Royals in game two of this three-game set. Welcome, everybody. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, Sam Schmitz alongside tonight as the Brewers and Ryan Braun and Burns. Burns, Braun, and the Brewers. They get it done tonight. And I don't care who the opponent is. It could be Greenfield Little League up the road here. It doesn't matter. The the win counts. And the Brewers uh, back to uh, just one game under 500. That really isn't the big number now. I think you throw those numbers away a little bit. It's nice, yeah, to get back to a chance to get at 500 with a uh, win tomorrow and a sweep over the Royals. But it is all about the, the playoff race, the playoff chase. And the Brewers just day by day doing their thing. A three-game winning streak for the Brewers in which their uh, pitching has only given up five runs in those three games. So the pitching starting to step up and the opportunistic uh, offense really stepped up today. That's for sure. They were, they were on the verge of getting one hit heading into the uh, eighth inning. And the one hit didn't even score the run. The, the run scored heading into that uh, bottom of the eighth inning. It was a one-zip Brewers lead. The run scored on an error. And you wonder if that was going to be the goofy nature of this baseball game tonight that uh, the Brewers get a run, they get a gift run, and it sits there and it holds. We'll f- well, we found out that that wasn't the case. And we found out that Ryan Braun has major impact in these baseball games, almost each and every time he's in there. If there's another hitter that's as hot as Ryan Braun right now, someone's got to name him because it just seems like he is saying, throw throw everything on my shoulders, I'll carry this thing in September again. I mean, the dude is so clutch. I, you know, again, being in there and the bad back and the whole deal, there's not much more you can say about the clutch gene that is just built into Ryan Braun. And it's truly amazing. And we have to have a conversation about one Corbin Burns because, Sam, I'm going to tell you something. This dude is in the conversation now. Is he going to get two more starts? I think he is. He probably will 
if they move him up one time, is that the way the math figures with now nine games remaining? Yeah, and it, I, as far as I see, it's pretty much between him, Trevor Bauer, and you, Darvish, and that's it. I, I think it's those three. Now, Corbin Burns, his ERA now, 177. 177. Now, this is through 11 appearances, eight of those appearances starts. He is just amazing. And that cutter, I'll tell you what, I, we, we've seen some some – Wipeout pitches, and, and the Brewers do have two pitchers with them. They're different pitches. Uh, Devin Williams, more on that in a bit, has the changeup. That's wipeout. But this cutter that, uh, that Corbin Burns implements here is sinister. I mean, it is something to behold. And, wow. Put that dude up in a playoff game. Put that dude into one of the first two games of a playoff game. Woody and Burns, team control, ascending pitchers for this organization. Man, it is, it is something to behold. And finally, uh, some uh, some homegrown pitching talent for this Brewers organization. It's shined through tonight for sure with Corbin Burns. 414-799-1250. Now just nine games left in the 2020 championship season. And Brewer fever starting to catch on just a little bit. Just a little bit. You're, you're seeing and hearing a little bit more about the Brewers situation. I will say this, that um, talked to a buddy of mine earlier today, and allegedly a baseball fan, a Cardinals fan, allegedly a baseball fan. It's, he's like, well, the, the Brewers having a rough season, and you know, you'll, you'll be done. You'll be done with work next Sunday, right? Doesn't the season end next Sunday? And I said, whoa, hold on a second here. I think the scattered nature of this season has confused a lot of baseball fans. It's confused a lot of Brewers fans. It really has. It's it's so, I won't say, I, I guess for lack of another term, it's abnormal. Because because you, you see the standings and you see them sitting there in fourth place heading into today's action, and you're like, ah, they don't stand a chance here. What? No, they're right in the thick of this thing here. All right, let's get through our game recap here as the Brewers get a five-zip victory over the Kansas City Royals. Corbin, three up, third, three down, a couple of strikeouts in that first inning. You knew he was on right then and there. Brewers empty in the first and zero again for uh, Burns in that second inning. A leadoff walk by the Brewers in the bottom of the second, erased on a double play. Burns in and out of trouble a little bit in that uh, third inning. There was an errant pickoff throw in that inning, but another zero. Six punch-outs through the three scoreless for Burns early on in that one. Uh, the Brewers break through in the bottom of the third with one out. I'm going to call this, guys, believe it or not, I'm going to call this the Great Lakes Dragway turning point with the legendary Great Lakes Dragway track rental and event information at greatlakesdragway.com. With one out in the bottom of the third, that was a nine-pitch walk by Luis Urias. And I know that, uh, you know, you want three-run homers. You, you want grand slams. You want, you know, Yelly doing his thing. That was huge because Bubich was, he was in cruise control there heading into that third inning with one out. Pitch count super low, but Urias, a nine-pitch walk, and it proved to be big in this one. Nottingham then falls behind 0-2. He works a walk after being down 0-2, two on one out, and 
Avasail Garcia hits what what we all thought was going to be a double play ground ball. Not the case. Check it out. Ground ball. This double play ball to second. Throw to first is offline. Off the facing of the dugout. And Urias is going to score. All right, how about that? Yeah, big collision between Mondesi and Lopez at second base. Disrupted the throw. Yeah, they've got no hits on the board through those three innings, but a one to nothing lead. And and Sam, we we were talking off the air uh, during the on deck show. I said, yeah, I sense something goofy is going to happen tonight. For for a while there, Sam, I thought they were going to win a game in which they were no hit. I did too. <laughs> I mean, it looked like uh, give Kansas City's starter credit. I mean, he was going pitch for pitch with Corbin tonight. So honestly, he- I. I was expecting, you know, no more than maybe a couple other hits, and that was it. Yeah, and and so they they have the lead heading into the fourth, um, as they do have the one zip lead. Corbin Burns doing his thing, setting them up, knocking them down, scoreless. Uh, through that fourth inning, seven strikeouts through the four innings. In the bottom of the fourth inning, the Brewers finally get their first hit, base hit by Jericho. There you go, a little base hit now, kid. Uh, but they don't score. It's one zip into the fifth. Both teams scoreless in that fifth inning. Burns, eight strikeouts through the five. Into the sixth inning, one zip. Make it nine strikeouts for Corbin. Six scoreless as his day is done on four hits, the no runs, no walks, and nine strikeouts, 100 pitches on the performance tonight. A sparkling ERA of 1.77 for Burns after this performance tonight. Brewers uh, in the bottom of the sixth inning, empty. Yelich had a one-out walk, but uh, nothing doing there. Bubik out. Um, Matheny goes to Jesse Hahn there, and he induces Brawny into a double play right there to end the frame. Into the seventh inning, and Devin Williams coming on for the seventh inning. Think about this, guys. Devin Williams has an opportunity this year. To potentially be, it, I, I'm not sure if he qualifies for the rookie of the year. I'm going to guess yes. He does. Oh, he does. Okay, Sam ver- verifies that. All right, so I, I, he has an opportunity, Sam. Did you realize this to be rookie of the year and the National League, National League reliever of the year? I love it. <laughs> I mean, come on, uh, the dude is outstanding. It's one, two, three in the seventh with a couple of strikeouts, and, uh, you know, it was it was just huge. Check this out from Devin Williams. So good, you know it's coming, you still can't hit it. Two strikeouts and a flawless seventh for Devin Williams. The confidence, the action, a thing of beauty. I don't know if I could really put, like, a figure on it, but... Um, it's just like a feeling, a mentality that you have when when you're at that level. And it's just every time I take them out, it doesn't matter who's in the box. I feel like I've got something that I can throw them and get them out every time. So yeah. um, just to continue attacking guys, and it's it's been working out for me pretty well. Oh, it sure has. There's Devin Williams prior to the game today. The confidence, the action. A thing of beauty, as uh, Jeff Levering, you just heard that on Fox Sports Wisconsin. Into the bottom of the seventh inning, Brewers offense. What else? One, two, three. Just that one hit through seven innings of offense. Devin back out there for the second inning of work, and his nights 
performance, couple of more strikeouts, one zip to the bottom of the eighth. Let's get an update on Devin Williams' earned run average thus far this year, Sam, because he has been just something short of uh, amazing. And uh, again, uh, maybe the Trevor Hoffman Award stays in Milwaukee for the third consecutive year. Josh Hader, National League uh, reliever of the year the last couple of years, and it could very well and maybe should be Devin Williams. It's unfair, man. His ERA after tonight's performance, 0.39. 0.39. I mean, you can't – you just can't hardly do any better than that right there. The Brewers, however, offensively, bottom of the eighth inning, they break this thing open. It was a base hit by Orlando Arcia to uh, start the inning off. Urias then strikes out. Arcia then, on a steal attempt, they throw it away. He's over to third with just that one out. And we want that run in, right? Get the ball in play. Get a little cushion here. Josh Hader up in the pen to pitch the ninth. Well, instead of a sack fly, Jacob Nottingham did just a little bit better than that. Line shot, right center, base hit. Nottingham delivers again. Takes the turn, they throw to second, not in time. RBI double, Jacob Nottingham. Oh, he's come up big, not only catching really well, but coming up with some big hits. That's a huge one. That was a slider that time from Barlow that was right down the middle. Yeah, Jacob Nottingham, we talked about him a little bit last night after the Grand Slam. It was, uh, you know, he's starting to get a little clutch in him, too. It looks like Jacob Nottingham is fitting in really good with this group of players here in 2020, that's for sure. All right, that RBI double makes it two-zip in the eighth. The inning continues. A ground out by Garcia. They intentionally walk Christian Yelich to get to one of the hottest, if not the hottest hitter in the National League, and his name is Ryan Braun. Check it out. And there's a drive. No, I think we played the wrong bottom of the eighth highlight at Miller Park. <laughs> that uh, was did we? I couldn't tell. Yeah, I think we hit the wrong button there, Sam. That was this dude since that day. You go back to two thousand eight. That this bottom of the eighth inning at Miller Park is something special for Ryan Braun. It really is, and it's it's not just you know tonight. It's not just back in away. It's a ton of clutch hits in the bottom of eighth innings at home here in Milwaukee for Ryan Braun. But <laughs> that was fun. That brought back some memories. But let's let's go to tonight. Fast forward into the time warp. Two on for Ryan Braun, eighth inning. Fly ball left center by Braun. Has he done it again? You bet. Three-run shot, Ryan Braun. He's broken it open. And that made the score 5 Zip, Brawny comes through again. Another reason why this dude needs to be in this lineup. Sometimes you got to play through a little pain, and it looks like he's doing that. Raise your hand if you really thought that Ryan Braun was going to be in this baseball game today. There's, I would have bet against it. I would have put money on it that after leaving the game yesterday to the back uh, issue, I would have said no way he was in this lineup today. He was as the DH, and it paid off in the eighth, giving the Brewers a little wiggle room because you were nervous with Josh Hader warming up hot and ready for that ninth inning. No wiggle room heading into the eighth inning, but they put up the crooked number, 
Four-run eighth inning makes it five-zip into the ninth inning. Drew Rasmussen shuts it down in the ninth inning. I thought that was maybe a slight mistake for Council. And I know in a five-zip playoff chase victory, it's tough to uh, shoot holes through it. But I will say that. That should have been Ray Black right there with a five-run cushion. And, And this is based on my opinion of Drew Rasmussen. I think it would have been nice to have Rasmussen and Hayter filling three innings total tomorrow if you got to that point with a lead through six. But that's splitting hairs a little bit, possibly. Brewers get the victory. They run their mark to 25-26. and 26. That's three consecutive wins for the second time this year, matching their winning streak. And it's a 25-26 a and 26 mark. That means one game, and they're back to even. They get the sweep over the Kansas City Royals, and they go back at their final Monday through Sunday week with eight games, and that will determine the 2020 season. Wow. 799-1250. I don't even know what to say about Brawny in the month of September. Not only this year, but in years past. And you talk about, um, you know, talking the talk. Yeah, get, you know, get on my shoulders. I'll carry you, man. Treat this like, you know, you've never been there before. And treat this like it's uh, how tough. He said this a couple of years ago. Uh, like, you know, it's it's very difficult to be in these situations. Hey, Braun's been a brewer forever. And we know that, um, you know, baseball in September sometimes has been mailing in in Milwaukee. But when Brawny gets there in September, he says, jump aboard, man. Let's do this thing. And he walks the walk. And it's just amazing. Brewers get the victory. I don't know. I don't know which is the the better conversation, Sam, tonight? Is it, is it Corbin Burns? Is it Devin Williams? Or is it Ryan Braun? Oh, man. I still think it's Corbin, but you got to be feeling pretty good heading to the final stretch of the season, the way Ryan Braun's been playing. The offense has been playing better and better. They've been putting things together. It might have been a little slow going, but they are putting things together. I think they're starting to gel just a little bit. You know who's coming up a, a little bit empty and, and we're ready for a hot streak? That's Avisail Garcia. He's ready to, to, to bust out as well. 799-1250. Let's get one in here before we uh, hit our break. Uh, let's go to Nick. Nick, you're on the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going good. What's up? Well, you know, I'm just saying, like, don't always the Brewers, like, come through it, like, the very end, and, like, do us, like, like, that last jolt of hope. <laughs> yes, but that's a good thing. All right, Nick, thanks for the call. <laughs> that, 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 that's a really good thing. Would you rather have it that way, or would you rather rather have it the other way? And and your season is over in August. Relevant baseball in September. It's it's such a thing of beauty. It really is. I could get used to this, and we are used to this now. 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. All of these games matter in September. That's such a cool thing. That's what sports does to you. It gets you wrapped in emotionally. It's supposed to do that. That's, that's what it's all about. I don't look at that as a bad thing. Yeah, there's only one game, one, one team that wins uh, their final game and wins, wins it all. There's only one of those. Now look at it that way. 
I mean, this is really cool stuff that they're in this thing coming into today's action. After the break here, I do want to get to uh, just an update a little bit earlier on the scoreboard, Sam, if we could, because that's what we do. We watch, uh, we watch the scoreboards here. What did the Reds do? Brewers into action tonight, game and a half behind Cincinnati. They've got three against Cincinnati starting Monday. What did the Cardinals do? Brewers entering action today, game and a half behind the Cardinals. What did the Cardinals do today? We'll find out. They've got five games left starting Thursday against the St. Louis Cardinals. Hold and serve here through this Kansas City Royals series. Don't care if the you deem the Royals as a bad team. Doesn't matter right now. Really doesn't. Five zip. Brewers get the win. Burns, Braun, and uh, Devin Williams. Uh, those are the three <laughs> topics of conversation tonight. Tim Allen, Sam Schmitz, Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. So good, you know it's coming, you still can't hit it. Two strikeouts and a flawless seventh for Devin Williams. The confidence, the action, the thing of beauty. I don't know if I could really put like a figure on it, but um, it's just like a feeling, a mentality that you have when when you're at that level. And it's just every time I take them out, it doesn't matter who's in the box. I feel like I've got something that I can throw them and get them out every time. So um, just to continue attacking guys, and it's it's been working out for me pretty well. There's Devin Williams, and that's your uh, are-you-kidding-me moment of the game with Gene Wagner plumbing. You you can't hit that thing. That thing is filthy. And he just may be the National League reliever of the year. He might be .39 on the earned run average. Brewers win tonight, 5-zip. Real quick, before we get to the call, Sam, uh, just a quick peek at the scoreboard. We'll get some more details on these games, but what did the Cards, Cubs, and Reds do? We got some pretty good news. I'm going to start off with the Cincinnati Reds tonight. They get shut out by the Chicago White Sox, 5 nothing. the final. There you go. Hey, this might work out in Corey, uh, Corbin Burns' Cy Young candidate. Trevor Bauer gets the loss tonight. He is now 4-4, four and four, his ERA now up to 1.8. So Burns beats him on the win-loss, the decision uh, marker, 4-0 uh, oh to now, what did you say he was, 4-4 four and four to Bauer. And now he's got a better ERA. Just saying, you never know. Just you saying. never know. You yeah, know. <laughs> I know what the Cardinals do. Cardinals won today, five four mm. against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pretty much back and forth, but they exploded for a five run seventh inning. Oh man, okay. And the Cubs, they lose or losing, right? Yep. Currently still in progress, top of the seventh in Chicago against the Minnesota Twins. Twins are winning as of now, six to one. All right, Braun, a big three-run bomb in the bottom of the eighth inning. We accidentally played a a huge bottom-of-the-eighth inning home run in 2008 as the highlight tonight. (laughs) Just saying, we can never hear that enough against the Chicago Cubs. But Burns, Braun, Williams, those are the uh, discussions on on the table here tonight. 414-799-1250. Let's go to Mike in uh, Greenfield. Mike, you're on the fan. Yeah, Grandpa Mike is uh, trying to stay calm. Uh, man, guys are starting to hit. Uh, your guy, Ryan Braun, man, I guess he wanted to play, and uh, 
Uh, council wanted to use him. You know, when he went out yesterday, I'm sure we were all a little nervous. Well, one thing I'm going to try not to do, I'm going to not stay on too long. The pitching is unbelievable, and you're starting to feel like, uh, you know, you've been all saying that, uh, you know, Braun has to play, and Council wants these games. But um, I, when Yelich was sliding in um, to the bag, I don't know if I forget if he was going back or not. I'm starting to think, and I don't want to think doomsday like that, but it's like with Molitor. This guy played 100, 110%. He, everybody said he was a, a soft player because he was injured a lot because he played so hard and he was yeah. tough and he gave his all. But anyhow, great game. And, uh, you bet. They're going to win the series, I tell you. <laughs> okay, Mike, thank, thanks for the call. Nine to play here thus far. Uh, Brawny, a, a lot has been said, and I know on this show, and I've been very vocal about the Ryan Braun situation. You guys know that. Those of you that are regular listeners, you know full well. Not only on this show, but on the On Deck show and on you know my appearances uh, with, with the boys on the other shows throughout the day here on The Fan. Dude needs to play. We see the impact that he has when he plays. I am shocked he was in that lineup tonight. I, I really am. You know, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, his, his uh, back isn't legit. Of course it is. But if you can play at this time, and it, even if you're 80%, this offense has been bad the majority of the year. Even a 72% Ryan Braun is still going to help this baseball team win some baseball games. Listening online on the radio.com app and uh, felt the need to pick up the phone and dial 799-1250 to Ohio. We say hello to Joe. What's up, Joe? What's going on, bud? This is exciting. Let's just keep this going. Pitching's going good. (laughs) Hitting will come around, and it is. Let's just beat the Reds, beat the Cardinals. Cubs, I don't know if we can catch them. Let's just go. Let's have fun. You might as well, and I think that's what the team is doing. Just we might as well play the string out. We're here anyway. Now the the news to yeah, which do you think? Do you think it's it's more appropriate to talk about Burns or Braun on this show? I would say Burns. Okay, because it is. the pitching is so good. Pitching, he's he's amazing, man. All right, thanks for the call. I I uh, was texting back and forth. I don't know if you guys are aware, Josh Vernier does pregame and postgame. Uh, same thing I do uh, for our station in Kansas City. Former uh, colleague of ours here. And uh, was texting back and forth with him during the game. And he said, I didn't know much about Corbin Burns. And rightly so. It's you know He covers the uh, Kansas City Royals. It's like me asking uh, about the third or fourth in the rotation of, you know, to the Tampa Rays or something. Yeah, I know a little bit, but not too much. Him and his colleagues were taking a look at Corbin Burns and the performance. This was kind of their first real look at a Corbin Burns. And they are they are just stunned by the ability and and the makeup of Burns. I mean, two seam, four seam. Uh the slider when it's on, I think that still is a little bit more on the development side of things, but when it's on, it's it's going to be a big pitch for him. Threw a couple of curveballs tonight. The changeup is there, and then that sinister. That's I mean, I I love it. That cutter is gonna make Corbin Burns a lot of money on a personal side. <laughs> it just is. Uh he goes six scoreless tonight, and now is four 0 
through 11 appearances, eight of those starts, and he has an ERA of 177. Just outstanding. 100-pitch performance. I think if there's anything to be said about Burns, it's a little bit more on the pitch efficiency side of things. I mean, six is good. Don't get me wrong. And six scoreless is even better. But the pitch efficiency side of things is, is maybe one of the next steps that he's got to do. So he can get you know into the seventh inning and, and maybe a little bit beyond on a little more consistent basis. You're not going to go seven, eight innings every time out, but maybe that is the next step for him. 414-799-1250. Uh, let's go to uh, St. Francis. We say hello to Nick. Nick, you're on the fan. Hello, Nick. Hey. How's it going, guys? It's going good. Good. Well, um, all I'm saying is, like, like, with this whole year of, like, 2020, how do you guys uh, project guys to do when there's only, you know, like, the 10 starts or the 60 starts or, you know what I mean? Like, it's like such... An odd year. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, Nick. Thanks. <laughs> oh boy, it is Saturday night, though. I mean, I, I will say that, Sam. It is Saturday. I, I've been, I've been where where Nick is, and a lot of you guys are. In fact, I'll probably be there tomorrow night. <laughs> right with you. Um. Wow. I, I. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go to Mike. Mike, you're next on the fan. Tim, I've been there too, buddy. <laughs> you and I, haven't we all? Now, I'm going to save my Ryan Braun comment for last because I don't want you to hang up on me. Okay. Like yesterday. Uh, if I said to you before the season, no COVID, regular season, Justin Erda, Corbin Burns, All-Stars, and I love me the Williams guy, Devin, you would have said Yelich Hater, right? Yeah, of course. There's a lot of talent on this team, I'm telling you. There, and, uh, there is quick. a foundation of talent. There yeah. is a foundation to build uh, around, yes. And we had kind of fun. My uh, best friend's uh, nephew is Ryan O'Hearn. We were kind of rooting for him, but we didn't want him to beat us. And uh, now we're getting it to Braun now. Mm-hmm. There, he will not be back next year. You cannot pay a guy... Is he still under contract next year? Yeah, it's a it's a mutual option on both sides. So they both have to agree to bring him back, and there's a $4 million buyout. So they'd have to give him $4 million to get rid of him? To get rid of him, they got to pay him $4 million. To keep him, they got to pay him fifteen. Oh, my God. Did we lose him? He is. Okay. Is he worth it for one? Um, You know. For September. I- yeah, right. Yeah. Is he is he worth the September runs? Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's fifty million for September. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tim. Thanks. All right, take it easy, Mike. That that's an interesting point. You know, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that my, my uh, blood pressure can handle uh, rolling through a 162 with Ryan Braun again. If it helps him win, I guess I'll deal with it. But to go through this again, could you imagine this was a 60-gamer? In and out and, you know, injuries here and there. I, You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't. 
I would. I don't know. I I don't want to see him go. Now tomorrow could be his last game at Miller Park. And think of it that way. Just it's a shame. It is a shame that a that a, a Brewers legend, and he is, he is, would have to leave leave Miller Park. You know, to empty to an empty stadium. That that is a shame. It really is. Now. I mean, there's worse things that, that people go through. I understand that, but we're on the baseball conversation. It really, I would, I would hate to have him leave like that. Maybe if the DH stays, do you consider it? If the DH is implemented again next year, do you consider that? Maybe. Maybe you do. Look what he's doing here. I mean, it's not just the production on the number side of things. It it really is the contagious kind of feel of a of a of a playoff race, a pennant race here. That is contagious to a lot of young kids like that. Think about the education some of these some of these teammates are getting from Ryan Braun that long after he's gone, that they may just take a look back and and you know be guided by what Ryan Braun is doing right now and what he did last year and the year before. In the final stretch. Late for a break, but let me squeeze in Adam here. Adam, you're on the fan. What's going on? Delay, delay, delay. There we go. Adam, now he's going to grab his phone. Hey, how's he's it going, Tim? Hello, Adam. All right, you're you're going to have to turn that radio off. Bye. So, geez, you can tell. It's something in the air tonight, Sam. Well, I mean, I can't blame it. We got Brewers September baseball. We do, and it's relevant baseball, and it is. Think back of where, where this organization came from, and I'm not going to celebrate the World Series tonight. I'm just going to point out the facts here. And the facts are, in September, for the most part, we've been without this type of baseball. Baseball games that mean something. Since Craig Council took over... Starting in, well, you took over in 15, and there was the the restructure in uh, 15 and 16. Starting in September, we have not seen but one game that hasn't mattered yet, guys. One single game. Think about that. Think about the 26-year playoff drought of how many insignificant games there were in Milwaukee under Brewers baseball. Let's see, significant games. Ooh, boy, that's a lot. Since 2017's opening day, every single game has meant something. You're in a race every single game, 162 in 17, 162, well, 161 in 17. That was the one game, the final game of the year. 161 in 17, 162 in 18, 162 in 19, and all of these games thus far here in 20. Every single game but one in four seasons. I like that habit to be in. If you're going you're gonna to start a habit, quit biting your nails and start this habit of Brewers baseball being relevant every single game all year long. All right, we're going to hear from Craig Council coming up. We'll hear from Corbin Burns, I would imagine. Brawny, a three-run shot, bottom of the eighth. Well, that's really not, that's really not the highlight tonight. The highlight is Corbin Burns, six scoreless in it, and dare I say, a legit shot at a potential Cy Young here in Milwaukee.
and a homegrown drafted by the Brewers on top of that. Also, Devin Williams, two scoreless again. His ERA, .39. Wow. Three straight victories for the Brewers. They're one under five hundred. More importantly, they jump uh, just a half game behind the Reds, a game and a half behind the Cardinals, and nine to play. And they all mean something, obviously. We'll be back. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show on The Fan. Let's get the latest on the crew from insider Adam McCalvey. Brought to you by the Law Offices of Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the only station Brewers fans need. Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, welcome back. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen after a Brewers victory, third consecutive victory, a five-zip shutout win over the Royals to take game two of this three-game set. And uh, the Chevy MVB of the ball game brought to you by Chevy. Check out the 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealers or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Corbin Burns, guy's been outstanding. And uh, it, it is a pretty, pretty amazing journey that he's been on since, since 2018, really, where he was outstanding out of the pen. Last year struggles uh, for a number of reasons and takes care of his business, comes back and does this. Buck 77, earned run average, 4-0 mark, 11 appearances, 8 of those starts. We'll hit the great Midwest Bank hotline and welcome in Adam McCalvey from MLB.com and Brewers.com. It truly is, Adam, an amazing story for Corbin Burns, is it not? Yeah, I mean, we're not supposed to say what vote we have, the ZBWAA scribe, but I think I can say I don't have Cy Young, and I mean honestly, it's, maybe I'm glad I don't because it's a it's a pretty tough choice between some of the guys that are in that race. And Corbin Burns is right there. I mean, with these last five starts or so where he's been un, really unscored upon, I mean he's at the top of the he's at, he's tops now in wins above replacement if that's your jam, ERA, strikeouts per nine. Hits per nine. He has the lowest batting average again. He has the fifth best whip. And I think the most stunning number, I keep coming back to this one, is he is the second toughest to hit a home run again among nationally qualifiers. And when you think back to where he was last year and the home run ball last April when he broke in the Brewers rotation and it was home run derby, it's stunning to see him just totally turn that around and go from 17 home runs in 49 innings last year to one home run this season, including zero in his last 49 innings. And look, it's, you know, it's the cutter, it's being um, more mentally prepared after working with a guy all winter, it's, you know, the LASIK, it's probably all those things, but it's just the story of a guy putting it together. It, it really is, and it's 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 one of those cool stories that eventually I think the the national guys are going to pick up on uh, once you continue to write about that that amazing story, the amazing turnaround. But there's still, I think we have to credit also the Brewers organization for sticking with him to know that foundation of talent that he had, and and not to just sort of let him. You know, to trickle out into the in, into the sunset here. They stuck with this guy. I think deep down they had to really, really know what they had. 
Well, I mean, it's, it's again, it highlights the difference between being a, a coach, a manager, a GM that runs a baseball team, and being, you know, a fan who rides the highs and lows. Because the fans say Corbin Burns is not a starter, he's no good. Um, and he, he, you know, he was bad last year. He just was bad. But it, there's more to it than that. And, uh, you know, Craig Council said this again, and it'll be in my game story. This idea that development is not a straight line is something I think we all intuitively, it makes sense because all of us in our own lives, like none of us as we get better at something in our lives, it's, it's never a straight line. You know, you take great leaps and bounds sometimes, and then other times you suck. Whether you're out there on the golf course with your friends or, you know, you're trying to finally after 20 years be a decent writer. And um, it, it's a reminder that, this, you know, life is not a straight line. Life, life, life can be ups and downs. And sometimes if you ride the ride long enough, there's a payoff at the end. And I think that's the way they feel like with Corbin Merch. And we shouldn't say the end because, look, he's got to, he's got to stack it up, you know, start after start, year after year. You know, he's not Justin Verlander yet. He's not Zach Greinke. He's Max Scherzer. He wants to be those guys. And he's got a chance to be because he's got the raw materials to do it. But the the thing for those guys is they do it year after year. And the trick for Burns, Woodruff, Hauser's in the same position this year, um, to, you got to do it over time in order to be really great. But But this season, Corbin Burns has been great. Yeah, and I think we all – I agree with you. I, I, I cringe uh, any time I run across, you know, me in 1991 introducing Paula Abdul records, you know, and it's like – wow. My first concert was Paula Abdul and Color Me Bad at the Bradley I, I was at that show. I took a bunch of listeners featuring, to that show. I sure did. Featuring MC Scat Cat. Oh my goodness! All right, now we get to uh, Devin Williams and and just uh, an amazing run in itself. Sam, our producer tonight, Adam had, had told me that he does qualify for Rookie of the Year. Is it possible yeah. that he's 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 um, Rookie of the Year and possibly the Trevor Hoffman Award stays in a Brewers uniform? Well, that's really interesting. I would say the second is more in the realm of possibility. I think what he's going to run into with Rookie of the Year is. You know, I'll, and I, I have these votes, too, because I voted for MVP the, a bunch of years. Um, I've had Rookie of the Year. And it's, it's kind of like all things being equal. You give it to a position player because the guy plays every day. And when you talk about relievers, you're talking, even the guys who pitch a lot, you're talking about participating in such a small slice, really, of this big, long season. And he's going to run into a problem with, what is it? Is it Jake Cronenworth from San Diego? The problem without seeing teams this year is I don't know who anybody is outside mm-hmm. of my own eyeballs. But but the the infielder for the Padres is having a really nice year. Jake Cronenworth, uh, slash line going into today's 311, 372, 534. Hmm. You know, he's played in 46 games. That's a nice year. He's a win-and-a-half player. Um, you know, I, I he's, he's probably the guy that's going to get most of the okay. votes. But Devin Williams is going to be in there, and – it doesn't take away from the fact that he's been really good and really important uh, because it can't just be Josh Hader. It needs to be multiple guys, and he's emerged as kind of the the number two behind Hader. So great year, and maybe maybe he'll you know get some votes and get enough that he that he does win that. 
Yeah, and I and I like the situation they're in. Although I would have loved to have seen them not use Rasmussen tonight. A big a big Rasmussen guy, but uh, with with Rasmussen, Williams, and Hader uh, down the stretch here, I uh, I think they're in good shape. One, just two more things to get to. One, you you mentioned the not straight line on this maturation process. What council was uh, was identifying today. Are, are we going through that with Adrian Hauser, yesterday's starter? And, and maybe this is that step back before you kind of graduate to take the bigger step forward? Well, that's what they hope because, again, the stuff is there. Like it, and, and he showed it at the end of last season where he got into the rotation and got a chance to start consistently and was pretty solid. And I think, now I haven't looked after this start, but I think he still has the highest ground ball rate in the big leagues, correct me if I'm wrong, um, you know, that's a good thing. If you're a sinker ball guy and you're going to try to do it by keeping the ball on the ground at Miller Park where, where a ball in the air can be trouble, um, that's a good place to be. But it is, it's a, um, like, avoid, like, the way Council has put it, I think, a couple of times is there's going to be this moment in the game where, like, that turning point, and you know it as the guy steps to the plate. And Hauser, it feels like, has lost too many of those battles in games. And the big inning has bit him in games. Um, and then part of it for a ground ball guy can just be, like, luck. And it, it you know, luck is a big part of baseball, mm-hmm. whether you want to admit that or not. And when you're a ground ball guy, you know, Brett Anderson goes through this in his career. You, you can have games where just the ball finds holes. And it's yeah, I think, I think council called it misfortune. Sure. And I think that's, that, that makes sense to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, Brett Anderson, I think, is a good example. He's a guy who can go out there and give up 12 hits in a game and not throw the ball all that bad. It's just that the ground balls are where guys ain't. And you have to, when you're that, when you're, Hauser has a little swing and miss. I mean, he's not just throwing junk up there and letting guys put it in play. So it's it's an oversimplification, but... When you're a guy that does allow a lot of ground balls in play, there are going to be nights where it's just luck is not on your side. And I don't know. That's been part of it, I think, for him too. But, you know, he can pitch better than he's pitched. And, you know, if Burns is the guide, I think Brandon Woodruff is a guide a couple of years ago too. Um, There's a step forward in there for Adrian Hauser and the experience of the season and taking some of these lumps can be something if he uses it in the right way that can help him in the future. But, in the present, when you're playing for a team that's, you know, every win is a big deal, uh, it, can be, it can be frustrating, and it can be hard on everybody when the results aren't there. Uh, final thing for Adam McAlvey, Brewers.com, MLB.com. I, we get to Ryan Braun, and uh, just in, in talking the last hour or so with, with some callers, I, I've been trying to explain to them that uh, B- September relevant baseball in Milwaukee is such a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it's just we got to remember the 26 year drought, and we got to remember, you know, at at, uh, at July's 31st trade deadline, we're already thinking Packers football and things like that. Since 2017, I, you know, every game but one has mattered, and it and it's now reaching the end of four years of that. Now, again, shortened season this year. But Brawny, just there's something about him, the legacy that he may leave behind with some of these guys, Adam, as to how to how to focus, how to play the game down the stretch in these games. I think we can't discount that as well, if indeed we're seeing the last of Ryan Braun here in 2020. My gut tells me just everything I'm hearing from him 
personally, and maybe little tidbits we read into things that we—that's what we do in sports talk. My gut tells me, Adam, that he's he's going to hang him up. Um, but yeah. and, and 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 I don't. Uh, the 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 sad part is he doesn't get to leave a full Miller Park crowd. It really is a shame, isn't it? Yeah, and look, Tim, I kind of feel the same way, and I have no inside info from him because I don't get to see him anytime we see him. It's on Zoom and you know, or texting about something. But you you know, you're not going to get. You, you don't get the, the same nuance from a guy when it's on those venues. But I, I, I'm with you. I think he's I, – I don't know. It feels like maybe this is it. Just the fact that he acknowledges that stuff and doesn't brush mm-hmm. it aside makes me think he's thinking about it. And, you know, he drives you crazy if you're a fan because the injury, the back. I mean, a bat, people with – People with a bad back, I doubt, are giving Ryan Braun as hard a time as the people who don't know what that's like. I grew okay, up good with point. parents who I love very much. My my mom, you know, she'd wake up one day and you know she couldn't move, and I know what it's like. Now he she is, you know, my mom. He's a major league baseball player. Um, he he when he's healthy enough to swing a bat, he is really dangerous. Um, he loves these moments. He loves being the guy with a bat in his hand. That is not a given in baseball. Um, some guys just want to put up their numbers and call it a day. Uh, I, I legitimately believe he wants to be the guy up there with the game on the line, and he's delivered some, some big moments, and he's doing it here again. That, the homer tonight was huge because, as you said, they don't have to use Josh Hader. That plays into tomorrow or potentially plays into Monday in Cincinnati where they have a huge game. Um, so it, it, he, he continues to deliver in these sort of marquee moments, but look, he wakes up someday. He might wake up tomorrow and he can't move. And if he can't move, like he couldn't two nights ago, uh, and he can't throw a ball into second base, you can't play. I mean, it's not that he doesn't want to, it's not that because he's overpaid. It's just, he can't do it. He physically can't do it. And the Brewers just have to, at this point, live with the fact that it's kind of day to day with them. And he got himself in there today, and he, he got a big hit. Man, it is uh, it is something the clutch gene of 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 Ryan Braun over over his career it really is amazing. Uh, the bravado, the swagger that he has. He, oh, there's no doubt in my opinion, he wants to be there. That's I mean, if there's anybody on that bench that wants to be up there with with the game on the line, it is Ryan Braun. It's amazing. I, I feel pretty lucky to. Uh, have have followed his career throughout the 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 decade and a half of him being in Milwaukee. It's been really really cool. Ups and downs, Adam. Don't don't get me wrong. It's been it's been both, but very entertaining. Adam McCalvey. No, I mean, I... the, the legacy is complicated. The performance is the performance. The hits yep. are the hits. The homers are the homers. And at this point, you know, everyone has to decide for themselves how they weigh it all. Um, but again, when he's healthy with a bat in his hand, he can perform. Yeah, he is. He's been outstanding. Adam, I appreciate the time. Nice conversation as always. All right. See ya. All right. There he is, Adam McKelvey, Brewers.com, MLB.com, joining us here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Is your passion outgrowing your home? A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. 
Five zip. Brewers get the victory. Spark of the game was uh, rolling the ball out to the mound. Corbin picks it up and goes six scoreless. That sparked up a Brewers victory with Call Current. Current Electric. CallCurrent.com for your electrician superheroes. Squeeze in uh, before we get to Craig Council. We'll hear from uh, who else are we going to hear from here tonight, Sam? Tonight we way. got Corbin Burns and Jacob Nottingham. Well, we're definitely going to get to Burns. I don't know if we'll have room for Nottingham, but definitely Burns and Council on the other side here. Let me get in Bill from Iron River. Bill, you're on the fan. Hey, Tim. I'm sitting here. Just opened up a Guinness because I'm celebrating here. That a baby. This is a great game. I think we've got a lot to look forward to. But I, I, did, I did want to mention, I understand you wanting to talk about Burns for sure. Devin Williams is phenomenal. And Ryan, Blount, Ryan Braun, Mr. September, wouldn't you say? Oh, but, man, uh, it, it's just amazing. But I think we've got a deja vu going on here with Jacob Nottingham because I remember when uh, Jonathan Lucroy came up because of an injury. So now I'm sitting here thinking, who's going to be the backup next year? Is it going to be Narvaez? Or Manny Pena, because I think Nottingham's our catcher of the future. It's a it's a great question. All right, Bill, always a pleasure. Enjoy that Guinness. I uh, more on that coming up in a bit. I I guess because the catching situation is is a little complex uh, for the Brewers organization right now, and and the improvement that uh, Jacob Nottingham has made here in a pretty fair amount of time, maybe short amount of time. If there is a most improved award, a lot of people laugh at that award. If you're, you're on your you know, high school team or whatever, you get the most improved player. It's always this throwaway that's sometimes looked at as uh, almost laughed at kind of award. No, that's legit here with, with Jacob Nottingham. Man, his Im- improvement behind the plate and and the clutch hits that he's come up with as of late – that's what I was talking about with, with Braun sort of passing the torch into this, how you play down the stretch, how you play in, in big games, how you play, how you look at things mentally in big moments. I think that may be transferred over to some players, and maybe it's Jacob Nottingham picking that up from Braun. Never know, but he is has definitely improved without question. It is the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Brewers get a Game 2 victory over the Royals. We check that box. Game 2 goes to the crew five zip and now they go after the sweep and boy could they use it heading into their final week of baseball craig council next here on the fan it's the bayview shade and blind postgame show let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan Craig, I just asked Jacob how rewarding it is for him as a catcher to see Corbin take this step because he, he was with him some last year, probably down at AAA. Uh, for a manager to continue to see a guy move forward in his career, is it kind of rewarding for everybody? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great lesson for all of us about how players develop and that it's not – it's not the same for everybody and it's not always like a, a nice linear path. Um, you know, there can be big struggles before success. Um, and you know, it, cause it's, it's, and the player has, has kind of a choice when he gets faced with the big struggles of what is it going to look like? Um, or how am I going to adjust? And this is, you know, a bit just a credit to Corbin on how he's, he kind of chose to address everything, mental, physical, pitch selection. Um, and he's, um, 
you know, I don't think some of the things needed big tweaks. I don't think any of them, frankly, needed big tweaks, but obviously they, they've made a huge difference. Craig, on a, on a night when you used Devin for two innings, how big was Brawny's homer so that you could sit Hader down and, you know, not have to use both high-leverage guys? And and while we're talking about Brawny, I mean, you know, here's a guy with a bad back with a three-run homer. I mean, he just keeps doing it. Yeah, I mean, those add-on runs are always big. Um, I mean, I, I think we're in good shape, you know, with with Freddie and Brent available tomorrow. So we're, we're, we've are we got plenty of guys to me available tomorrow to, to – um, you know, pitch a pitch a pitch a nine inning game. So, but um, yeah, so we're in good shape. And then I think you know, Brawny, what Brawny is doing right now is is uh, really special. It really is. Um, you know that it, it's it's incredible. You know, he's had the, the the biggest hits seemingly nightly. Is the biggest hits have been off his bat in the series. So it's it's been um, fun to watch, and uh, he's doing a heck of a job. Craig, what kind of test did he have to pass today? Or was it just a matter of him going out there, trying to get loose and telling you he was good to go? Yeah, I mean, he just, you know, he, he didn't do much before the game, really. Um, he, they just, we just worked on having him how he felt. And so, you know, he, he thought he could go. Um, he thought he was feeling a little bit better, actually, than yesterday even. So, um, you know, that, that was basically it. Craig, Craig do you continue to have more confidence in Rasmussen just the more that you see him out there? Yeah, I mean, yes. I would say uh, Drew's, you know, quietly kind of having uh, – has been really, really um, fun to watch. And I think he he's gained confidence. I think we all see that. Um, but he, he's pitching well. I mean, and then the other thing is you just – you see the hitter's reactions to his, to his fastball. Um, and it's – it's it's pretty noticeable um, that uh, it it gets on him. It's that you know he's mixing and mixing in his breaking ball at really appropriate times. Catchers are doing a really nice job of that, um, but he's definitely becoming someone we're going to lean on. Craig, we were talking uh, before the game about you know stringing wins three in a row. It's been hard to do for the team this year, but couldn't be at a better time. Um, you know, and now you win tomorrow, and like you said, these games this weekend are huge going into that final week, aren't they? I mean, it's it, the, the way that this in the playoffs are structured. It's just keep adding up wins, and then you're going to put yourself in a little better position. And and there's so many. There's you're bunched up with all these teams, and you know there, there's going to be some teams win, some teams lose every night. But you're just bunched. You know, it it gives you a little space with with another team one night. So. It's it's cliche. It's simple, but you win games, and you're gonna you feel pretty good about uh, your your chances. And we just gotta we gotta keep doing it. We gotta have a good nine nine games. Um, and, and I think it's from that perspective, it's you know we can you feel like you control a lot of it. Um, you don't necessarily have to worry about other people. You just we're in a we're in close enough, or we're we're right there. So and with the teams we play, you know we we win games, and and it, it's gonna mean good things. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power. 
on the web at liuna113.org. Yeah, it's pretty simple, as uh, Craig Council just stated right there. You get wins and just see what happens. The Brewers at the moment, a half game behind Cincinnati uh, for third place, a game and a half behind the St. Louis Cardinals for second place. That second place is significant because you get in uh, by just uh, ending up in second place in your division. In the wild card situation, uh, they are now tied with the um, San Francisco Giants and Cincinnati Reds. Is that right? Yep, that is correct. And uh, some news for the Giants. Mike Yastrzemski is currently dealing with – not Mike Yastrzemski. Yastrzemski for the Giants is dealing with – Yeah, the, uh, I, think, I believe it's Mike. Yeah. Thinking of his grandpa. But he is dealing with a hamstring injury, something to monitor. Okay, it is. And, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not sure, and, and i got to be honest, I'll just admit – I have not studied the tiebreaker situation for the wild cards. I mean, with with the sideways season, I mean, I just haven't gotten into that. Maybe I'll do a little digging tonight and have a little information for you tomorrow on the On Deck Show. But uh, Brewers right in the thick of things, nine games left. This win, big. They're all big, 25 and 26 after the win. Let's check out some of the numbers tonight. A guy that uh, is about ready to break out a little bit. I look for uh, Avasail Garcia to have an impact on one of these games really soon. Just law of averages say that he's going to impact a game. But tonight, not so much. Uh, 0 for 4 in uh, in the game. Christian Yelich goes 0 for 2 with a couple of walks and a run scored. Ryan Braun, 1 for 4, 3 RBIs, and that run scored. Uh, Jed Jerko goes 1 for 3 with a walk. Keston Hira, 0 for 3. Tyrone Taylor, 0 for 3. Orlando Arcia, 1 for 3 with a run scored. Luis Urias, 0 for 2 with a walk and a run scored. Jacob Nottingham goes 1 for 2, an RBI, a run scored, and a walk as well. Now the pitching lines tonight. Corbin Burns, outstanding, 6 full, 4 hits, no runs, no walks, and 9 strikeouts in 100 pitches exactly. ERA now sits at 177 with that 4-0 mark. Devin Williams, two innings, no hits, no runs, no walks, and four punch-outs. Drew Rasmussen, no hits, no runs, no walks, and a pair of strikeouts. Brewers get five runs on four hits, one error. The Royals, no runs on four hits with two errors. The win goes to Burns. As I said, he's 4-0. Lost to Bubich. He is now 1-6 on the season. Brewers overall, 25-26. and Corbin Burns. You know, you listen to him talk, and he's just kind of uh, this this mellow, kind of a chill guy. Get him on a mound, pretty intense competitor. We're going to hear from Corbin Burns after this performance next. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard. On the fan. All right, final couple of minutes here. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Sam Schmitz will bring him in on the scoreboard side of things. Uh, there's a pitcher, and we'll get to that in a second. There's a, uh, a retirement as manager. We'll get to that in a second. But let's bounce around, especially in the central here. What were the scores with the Cards and the Reds and the Cubs? All right, let's start in Pittsburgh. The Cardinals win their five-game series against the Pittsburgh Pirates after taking a 3-1 lead in the series with tonight's win. 
Final score of tonight's game, 5-4 to four, St. Louis. Pirates rookie pitcher Mitch Keller pitched six hitless innings, allowing no runs, striking mm. out six batters, and allowed two walks. Unfortunately for Keller, the Cardinals would get to the Pirates' bullpen via all small ball, small ball runs. St. Louis now moves to 25-24. and 24. Pittsburgh slides to 15-37. and 37. They will conclude this five-game series tomorrow. Yeah, and we know about those those pesky Cardinal hitters, man. The, the, the two-out, two-strike RBIs that they got in the five-game set here earlier this week. Those those are backbreakers, man. you got to find a way to finish them off in a sequence. Yeah, and rookie Dylan Carlson, who got sent down less than a week ago, just got called back up, and go figure, he's all of a sudden supernova again. So mm-hmm. In Cincinnati, the White Sox shut out the Reds tonight, 5 to nothing in the final. Tim Anderson, Omar Mazzara, Jose Abreu, and Yasmani Grandal all going yard for the White Sox tonight. That's home run number seven for Yaz this year. And for Abreu, he's up to 18 home runs this season. He is now second in the home run race, two behind Luke Voigt of the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say this, Sam, on, on that Chicago White Sox team, they're my second favorite team, by the way, in, in baseball, but they are a dangerous team to face right now. Yeah. They, they really are. They could have a deep run in that AL. I mean, like one through eight, one through nine in their lineup is yep. just so lethal. And on top yep. of that, you're getting contributions. We were talking off air about Dallas Keuchel, who is just pitching amazing for him this year. Really good signing yeah. for him. Outstanding. Just over a two ERA. Just been amazing. All right. So on the red side, other NL Cy Young candidate. We kind of alluded to it before in the show. Trevor Bauer lost tonight. He is now 4-4 four and four this season with an ERA of one point. So you have the 1.8 against Burns, 1.77. Adam McCalvey nutshelled all the uh, boxes, statistical boxes that you could check that Corbin Burns is ahead of Bauer on. And, you know, the one thing is, uh, if if you're looking at just those two, and then and, and there may be more um, in, in the Cy Young race, if you look at those two, I think Bauer has obviously the most recognized. That may play a part. However... Is he the most liked name amongst the voters that would vote for Cy Young? Maybe not. You know, I don't know about voters, but I'm sure Rob Manfred would probably have a say or two if he did get you know a couple final place votes and all that. But I think you Darvish right or, is right around the 1.86 ERA as well. So it's just yeah, it's coming down the wire. He's, he's right there too in the success of the Chicago Cubs thus far. Uh, that may that may uh, have a big impact. That may be one of the bigger factors in this. For sure. So to kind of conclude this game, the Reds are now 26 and 27. They will play the rubber match of this three-game series tomorrow as the series is split. Elsewhere in Chicago, the Twins beat the Cubs tonight. Eight to one was the final. Josh Donaldson, Miguel Snow, and Eddie Rosario all going yard tonight for the Twins. Go figure, Tim. Alec Mills gets the loss for the Cubs tonight. He is now five and four. You can't make it up. No, you you can't write that stuff. I, you know, it's about time the White Sox and and the Minnesota Twins helped out the Brewers. They, boy, they're they're pretty challenging teams as we saw as as the Brewers faced uh, both of those teams. So the White Sox finally help out with a win over the Reds, then the Twins get the Cubs. That's good news. There we go. Chicago's now thirty one and twenty one. Both teams will also play their rubber match of this three game series tomorrow. So to conclude the NL Central. The uh, with that all being said, the Brewers now 25 and 26, six games behind the Cubs, currently tied at the Reds despite being a half game behind, and currently one game behind the St. Louis Cardinals. And in the wild card standings, they are also tied with the Cincinnati Reds and the San Francisco Giants for that eighth spot. Now, some other uh, MLB news around the league. 
We had longtime Twins manager and current Tigers manager, Ron Gardenhire. He unfortunately did retire today abruptly just due to health concerns. And it just sounds like it, it was fatigue for him more than anything. It wasn't really health conditions and stuff like that. Yeah, and maybe more details will come out on that, but uh, it it doesn't sound like it's anything COVID related or yeah. anything like that. I, I just think it's you know, hey, um, you know, sometimes you know when. Yeah, and, and I think Garden Hire probably just he got to that point, and he just said, hey, life is is more important. We heard Pat Murphy say that yesterday. That you know, sometimes it's just uh, just about you know, uh, life in general more than just a baseball thing. And to finally put a bow on this tonight, the we talked about it probably in like the second or third game of the season. Justin Verlander came out in the beginning of the season that he was probably going to miss the end of the season due to a forearm injury. And he said, no, 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 I'm good. I'll come back. I'll come back. Well, go figure today. News comes out that Verlander will indeed need Tommy John's surgery. And as, of course, he'll be out for the rest of the year. You know, and that I thought he was a little unfair to the media. He he got on the media a little bit about that. Yeah, he, I don't know where that could that's false information or it's it's fake news or whatever he called it. I thought that might have been a little unfair. As it turned out, the media reports were mm, took a while, but they were right. As uh, he's going down to TJ, he also said that uh, he's got a lot of things to accomplish in his career and uh, set uh, set some goals for himself that. He wants to get the surgery done and then uh, and do some additional things here. So uh, we haven't heard the last Justin Verlander, that's for sure. All right, that's going to do it for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. We'll get you on deck for game three tomorrow. Uh, that's a 110 first pitch. Uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. That's at noon. I will talk to you guys at 10 a.m. tomorrow. It's uh, week two in the NFL already. Week two in your fantasy football matchup. Been doing that show for 14 years as well. As uh, we'll get you, get you ready with Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus from 10 to noon tomorrow. You got some questions. A uh, just a, a a bunch of receiver injuries, a bunch of receiver outs, if you will, inactives already. The Chris Godwins and Jamison Crowders and. Some tight ends out, Kittle and Jack Doyle. I mean, Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, that's a huge, huge one. Um, so, A.J. Brown is another guy. He's He will not play tomorrow as well. So, we'll make heads or tails, get you all ready uh, to get a lineup in with some confidence. Keller against Lindblom tomorrow. Lindblom with that 5-2 ERA against Keller's just over 2 ERA. Uh, so, the Brewers' offense has their hands full tomorrow. Hey, just get a win. Find out some way. Lynn Bloom, his last performance, five scoreless against the St. Louis Cardinals. For Sam Schmitz, want to thank uh, Adam McAlvey for joining us tonight. My name is Tim Allen. Enjoy the victory. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday night, and we'll see you tomorrow. And as always, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.